This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Equity Mates. Bryce and Ren here for another brief bonus episode i mean we'll try and keep it brief but you know how bryce gets <laughs> Come on, <mate. laughs> uh so look the we're, we've really entered friday the 13th uh, as you would have just heard in our conversation with andrew brown we're doing a bit of a ring around uh reaching out to some of our previous experts who have been on the show uh some friends of the show just to get their thoughts on what is a pretty chaotic time in the markets as we said in the last one, it's rare that you really get tested, at least in the last 10 years since we've been investing, where you, you, your, you know, your stomach really gets tested, where you really test that idea uh, to be greedy when others are fearful. And there's a lot of fear around the market and around the, around the broader world really right now. So we're, we're, calling, we're making some calls. Speaking to some experts and seeing what they're thinking. Um, this time we're calling Ilan Israelston, the co-founder of BetaShares, uh, one of Australia's largest ETF providers, uh, to get his thoughts on what is going on. So Bryce, if you can do the honours and... Here we go. Dialing in Elon. Hello, this is Elon. Elon, Bryce from Equity Mates, how are you going? Hey, how's it going? There's a silver tone, the silver tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you are um, you are live on the show. We've just dialed you in, so thanks for thanks for your time this morning in what is an absolutely chaotic time for every investor. 
unbelievable times, isn't it? It is, it is. And I think just to put some context as to why we're giving you a call, as you can imagine, there's a, a lot of investors in our community who uh, are at the start of their investing journey and perhaps would have bought some of their first stocks only a matter of months ago and are now feeling very, uh, I guess, uh, nervous about what to do and, and uh, probably a bit disheartened with the whole situation. Um, so we just thought we'd call around to some of our experts and friends of the show just to get, firstly, your view on where your sort of head is at at the moment and how you're thinking about your investments and then more around what, what, uh, how you would think about going forward and some advice for them. So, um, yeah, let's just start with, I guess, what are your thoughts at the moment? Where, where is your head at? Look, it's a, it's a pretty unusual time in the market, and I can certainly see why investors who have been consistently waking up in the morning to see their portfolios go up would be really jarred by, by watching them fall out of bed, basically. I think that doesn't mean you should be sort of scared of the stock market, but it can be jarring. And somebody said that this is a time where you really get to know yourself. You know, The stock market really can, can separate the the men from the boys or the women from the girls. And I think my perspective is that most of your investors would have never seen anything like this. I mean, to be honest, very few of us have seen anything like this. But it's really important. Buffett once said, unless you can watch your stock holding you know, decline by 50% without becoming panic-sticking, you shouldn't be in the stock market. They do go down um, in these scenarios, and it's really, really important to keep, keep your head in this situation. Um, but it's just so jarring because nobody, very few of your of your audience probably would have ever, you know, would have ever experienced it. Um, but risk risk supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, but that's where returns come from. So sometimes it's scary, but if you don't have risk, you actually can't have return. And that's why I'm thinking about my own personal investing. I'm trying to sort of keep a level head. Uh, and I definitely can't give any personal advice to be to you know to your to your listeners, but selling for no reason or due to panic is obviously a very silly thing to do. If you don't need the money, and I would imagine that very few of your investors actually need the money right now, selling something where it's on, on sale and on a major discount sort of Boxing Day sale is, is, not, is not typically what one should do. And this is about staying calm, stay invested, and, and importantly, stay diversified. I think those are the types of people who will best weather the storm and ultimately reap the rewards when the clouds, you know, when the clouds dissipate and the sun comes out. So a lot of analogies there, a lot of, uh, you know, in some ways, flowery language, but I really think this is the time to, you know, to keep a level head. And that's certainly what I'm trying to do for myself. And then obviously people, people have a variety of different strategies. Some will try to buy the dip. Yeah, some will just stay, stay ahead and some will sell. So I'm certainly not one who's going to be selling in this market. And the question of whether one buys the dip or not, it really comes down to what sort of a mentality you have. Do you have a trading mentality or are you just looking to sort of weather the storm? And that's something that I think ultimately people have to make the decision for themselves based upon their personality. Now, Alan, uh, this is this is Alec here. Um we we should give BetaShares a shout out because there's been a lot of uh, talk in the Equity Mates community around the Bear ETF. I think yeah. some some people have uh, made some made some nice money over the last couple of weeks. 
How do yeah. you think? How do you think about uh, products like those uh, inverse ETFs at a time like this in your personal uh, investing philosophy? Yeah, so those products, the short products that you're talking about, you're absolutely right. We have seen well unprecedented interest. Yesterday alone, we had 150 million trades oh, through wow. the, um, the strong bear fund that's called BDOZ. So we've got those three funds that are equity funds that essentially are negatively correlated to the stock market, BBOZ, and which is the Australian fund that's geared there, which is an ungeared version of that, and then BBUS, which is a US share fund that's geared. I mean, those are clearly, if you look at the screens, they're the only ones that are going up. Um, and uh, so we've had incredible, incredible amount of interest in those. The important thing with those is we always say they are, they are, typically not buy and hold products. Those are products that people will be holding for, particularly the geared ones, will be holding for a short period of time to either hedge their investments or try and, try and take advantage of market falls. Uh, very, uh, you know, the, you know it's, the markets do typically go up over time. So I think the way that anyone has to think about those is, is, is a trading product and um, holding them for the long term is not something we would expect people to do unless they're just looking to hedge, constantly hedge a part of their portfolio. But they have been very, very, very uh, popular, to say the least, <laughs> um, over the last little while. And I think if one can't take that perspective on, on what they want, on sort of that sort of trading perspective, then in that sort of scenario, you know, it's really just really important to consider some diversification. Now, again, if, if, if one needs to actually sell out of an equity exposure to get diversification that that may not be the best thing to do in, in, a, in, a, in a sort of a panic selling environment so it's better to rather add to your portfolio and add some bonds or add something else than than sell equities to buy bonds but i think we've certainly seen both types of people in our market we've got so many different funds now we've also got people buying the gear funds mm-hmm. up right so you know it's that's what it takes to make a market but but yes i do agree they've been incredibly popular as funds uh, to to your point, um, speaking personally here, I um, am very much taking this opportunity to um, put in uh, average in a bit more on on the gear that I I do own uh, ticker G E A R and also G Jus, um, yeah. G U S. Uh, yeah. Obviously, both have had very significant uh, falls over the last sort of ten trading days or so. But what what is some of the movements that you've been seeing, relative, you know, with those stocks? Yeah, you know, we're getting, you know, we are getting, I mean, you know, but it not, wouldn't surprise you to say that we're getting more, certainly more flow into the bear funds than the, than the geared funds, yeah. but we are getting oversized investment into the geared funds, into the geared funds as well. Um, and those ones are, you have to be comfortable with, you know, an investor in those funds will need to be comfortable with gearing. But if one takes a view of the markets go up over time, then that is something that, you know, so long as somebody's comfortable with gearing, um, it is conceivable they could hold a long, you know, hold for a longer term than a bear fund. So uh, you're right that some people are trying to use this opportunity to get set into the market. Yeah. Um, you know, in a way that they haven't been able to do until now because the market has been so so fully priced. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for those people who are now looking to enter the market and have had their eye on on just a broad exposure such as that, you know, such as that exposure you mentioned, or a particular high quality stock. Or the Nasdaq 100. These are great, you know, great companies that are now, you know, if you think about it, they're just they're, they're the same companies that are cheaper than they were, you know, 20, 25 percent cheaper than they were 
you know, a few days ago. So, so there's certainly people who are absolutely getting exposed to things for the first time and finding their way in mm. um, over time. We're seeing that for sure. Um, yeah, so we're actually seeing, we saw a lot of trading, for example, in, and this is quite speculative, but a lot of, we saw a lot of trading in our energy company's ETF. Interesting. Or fuel, you know, because people think that at some point that's just going to be a screaming buy. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, you have to make your own decision about how one feels about that exposure. But so we are seeing an interesting combination of things, and we're seeing people buy, buy into our cash ETF. So, yeah, the market's causing a lot of different, different things for different people. Fascinating. So, Ilan, we really appreciate you taking the time on what is sure to be a very busy day in markets in Australia to uh, to talk to us and to share some of your thoughts. As we wrap up, um, do you have any final thoughts either about what you're seeing in the markets or you ha- how you think you know, retail investors, everyday people like Bryce and I should be thinking at a time like this? I have to repeat what I said before. You have to stay calm. Understand that the stock market goes down as well as it goes up. It doesn't always go up. And as I've said before, those people that are willing to take that, take that opportunity to remain calm, add to their position if they feel that they will very need to keep their positions where they are, will, will probably be the ones who end up with you know, long-term wealth creation over, you know, over the long term. Those that panic and sell, uh, are, you know, you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't make money in the market if you're not in the market. So this is not somehow where panic selling, I think, is, is a dangerous thing to do. Um, so that would be all I would say, really. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and I hope those listening that are out there investing for the first time can uh, sort of instill that thinking because we haven't experienced anything like this before. Um, so important learning to have early in the investing journey, but, uh, you know, to your point, Elon, markets generally do go up over the very long term. So stick, stick with it. Really appreciate your time, uh, this morning, Elon. I'm sure it's going to be a busy day at beta shares. So we'll leave you to it. Um, have a great weekend and we'll keep in touch. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate the call. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.